What happens when common sense is common, but just not helpful? What happens when social standards and thought processes leave you stuck? It's time for a new way of thinking. It's time for divergent sense. Divergent means different, varying, or dissimilar. Divergent sense is taking a different look at something to gain a fresh perspective and having viewpoints that are dissimilar to that which we know as common. This podcast was created to offer alternative opinions on topics ranging from life's everyday challenges all the way through much more complex topics as well. So join us here in our digital domain as we do our best to help life make sense, or should we say, divergent sense. Well, welcome back to the Divergent Sense Podcast. I'm joined today by Sir Winston Churchill. Uh, he's <laughs> no, going... no, he's not. Oh, okay. No. Well, he, anyway. He was quoted in the last episode, yes, though. Yes, uh, <laughs> We, uh, well, I feel like I'm in the, the presence of a great uh, speaker and thinker with what you're about to uh, promulgate uh, forth. Uh, got to quit reading the dictionary between texts, man. Man, it's, it's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. My brains have cooked. It's still hot. It's hot. It is still hot here. Um, maybe by the time these episodes air, that maybe it'll we'll get in a break. That's, that's the mm. hope. People uh, will be like wearing that little <laughs> cardigan or something go, hot? What are they talking about? Exactly. Shut well, up. Well, I will tell you, Ben, we've been talking for the last couple of episodes about Different aspects of challenging seasons. How mm. when we started this whole thing off talking about how hot it is and how frustrating it is that we can't do anything about it. Uh, right? Yes, and not that, a thing. And that led us to uh, how how do we approach it? How do we uh, deal with things we can't control? We talked about that. Um, we're not going to burn. We make a choice. We're not going to burn mental, emotional, or spiritual or physical calories trying to deal with things that we don't have any control over, trying right. to change or solve things we don't control. Right. Um, we're going to focus instead on things we do have control over, and that ultimately shrinks down to us. We have control over us. Yeah. Uh, and so we talk about unpacking and all those things. I think what I'd like to do, if it's all right with you in this episode, is maybe give a few practical things that might be helpful. I like practical things. That uh, people might be going through these seasons that we're describing um, that I think could be helpful it, and hopefully would help their mental health, their emotional health, uh, ultimately maybe even their physical health uh, if they will follow these. So I'm going to give two sets of threes. I'm going to give you three. Bill, uh, I forgot the bill. No bell. I you, ordered you the bell. I know. I, I told you and I told it would be here and I just realized I need to cue the bell because, hold on, I'm going to look. Yeah, hold on. Don't, Stand by. Hold on. Stand by while Ben is looking for this uh, elusive bell that we've uh, often that we've often discussed ringing. Did not get brought to this episode. Dang. It's okay. It's okay. Ugh. All right. All right. Well, Let's next. go back. It's a frustrating moment. Yeah. We're not going to waste. No, no calories. Yeah, we can't control that right now. So I'm going to give you three things that that are important about these challenging seasons where you may or may not have any control over what's happening. Uh, let's just even say just challenging seasons in general, okay? Here's here's the first set of three things I want to tell you. One, you just have to accept the certainty of it. Yeah. Challenging seasons are going to happen. Yeah. 
the fact that you're in a challenging season does not make you weird or unusual. You might be weird and unusual for other reason, but the yeah, fact that definitely. you're but the fact that you're experiencing that doesn't make you weird. It's human. It's part yes. of life. And the sooner we're able to accept the certainty of it, the less likely we'll feel that life is somehow picking on us yeah. or singling us out. Uh, we often hear people say things like, this always happens to me. <laughs> you know, why does this always happen to me? Uh, well, it doesn't just always happen to you. Things like this happen to everyone. Now, it yeah. might be in varying degrees based on our circumstances in life, but people face challenges. This yeah. is just the way it is. Um, the The rich sometimes look at the poor and say, it must be kind of nice to not have this burden. Yes. You know, just be who to you have are. To count not have to money. live up to this or, yeah. you know, have this pressure or the fear that somebody's going to take it all away. Right. And then you have those in poverty who can look at those who are wealthy and just feel angry and, you know, yep. why should you have that? And so, yep. and it, but neither of those are healthy places for either of those economic statuses. Oh, no. Right? Oh, no. Um, we need to accept the fact that life is challenging no matter what. My, my brother-in-law said something. Who, who is an attorney who practices mainly uh, civil law and, uh, you know, works with families, right. wills, and stuff like that. Um, we were driving somewhere. I'll never forget it. We were talking about uh, something. And see, he has to work with very wealthy clients as well as just normal people. But uh, he said, this I'm is I'm the one normal thing. people. Yeah, I'm the normal And people. that should scare most people. Yeah, yeah it's scary thought. But he says to me, he goes, you know, Bill, money doesn't fix human. Mm-mm. No, and that's very And true. I've never forgotten that. I thought, you know, that's right. I mean, it doesn't matter what your bank account says. Look at celebrities, Yeah, man. humans are humans, yeah. and, and these are human issues. So yeah. if we can accept the fact that there are going to be bumps in the road, there are going to be obstacles, there's going to be a pothole here or there, there's going to be challenges. Yep. Some of them could be catastrophic, and, and that's the reality of living on this earth. Uh, things happen that we have no control over, which yep. we've been talking about. Yep. Uh, if we can accept that that is not unusual, that it's yep. actually normal part of the cycle of this life, then our attitude and perspective towards challenging things can become healthier. Right. Right. So that's that's the first key uh, for us to think about, uh, or our first important thing to remember when we're going through these challenging yep. times is. Hey, it's going to happen. It's not weird to be in a challenging season. Living your life trying to avoid challenging seasons? Yeah. That's weird. That's that's weird. And Oh, by the way, it doesn't work. (laughs) No. Doesn't work. No, I've worried about it a lot. Yeah, it It, doesn't work. It didn't work. It's, it's, um, that that leads me to the second thing, and that is embrace the purpose in it. Just because it's challenging doesn't make it bad. Just because it's difficult doesn't make it bad. Uh, it, it might be bad, but just because yeah. it's difficult is not why it's bad. There are things we face in life that are hard, and that's just yeah. part of it. But if we embrace the purpose of it, let's be honest, it's when we face hard things or challenging things that we grow. Yes. It's how we learn. It's how we get better. It's how we improve. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I remember when my kids were little and they were trying to start walking um they they failed a lot yeah in those early stages right i would say they're um, not alone in that yeah that's typical i would say that's that's normal 
Um, we're not going to succeed at everything we try to do the first few times we try yeah. it. It's just, but the more we continue to try and learn, we improve, and then we come to a place where we have some mastery of that skill, whatever right. it is, right? So whatever it is you think you're good at, you didn't wake up good at it. Yeah, no. no. There's There was a process involved in that. And the purpose of challenging things, a takeaway for us to say, there's a purpose in this. I'm going to learn from it. I'm not going to waste it. We did a whole, whole episode on oh. don't waste your crisis a while yeah. back. But the realities are there is purpose. And part of that purpose is to for us to learn and to grow. I'll, I'll say it this way. You never stretch something to decrease its capacity. You ah, only yeah. stretch things to increase their capacity. Yeah. And so as we embrace the season that we're in, we quit trying to avoid it, deny it, or pretend it's not happening, dig a hole and hide in it. Yeah. Um, we embrace the, the season, then we can actually, now, now we can benefit from it. We can actually um, get better at something. <laughs> we can grow. We can improve. Yeah. Uh, and that that is positive. Here's here's the third thing I'm going to throw at you: a, a statement that Ding. people may not be oh, sorry, it's people not, yeah. may not be expecting, and that is this: you can actually have an impact on the duration of a challenging season. Yeah, and that's by the choices that you make, um, how you respond. If you're in avoidance mm-hmm. or denial, you're prolonging. Mm-hmm. You're prolonging it. If you, the sooner you embrace it, um, the shorter the duration is going to be. I'll put, let me say it this way. The sooner you do it, the sooner you're through it. Hey, I like that. Yeah. That's, that's a thing that helps me sometimes if I'm putting off or dreading doing, Hey, the sooner I lean in, embrace this, this is what's happening. I'm in the moment. This is real. Yes. Um, the sooner I can get through it. Yes. And that's an important thing to remember. So that, let me just summarize it. We're going to accept the certainty of it, that there are challenging seasons. We're right. not necessarily being picked on or singled out right. by life. Right. Uh, it's hard for everybody. If we embrace the purpose, that there is a purpose in the midst of this, we can learn, grow, and improve, get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We're going to embrace the season so we don't waste the season. Yes. Uh, and the third thing is we actually have an impact on the duration of a season. The sooner we do it, the sooner we're through it. The sooner we lean in, own it in in the moment, the sooner we can get through that yes. season. Okay. This For all that, you Bible readers out there, I would like to point you to the Israelites wandering around in the wilderness. Think of it. Yeah. Trying to make it to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Scholars say if you walk straight through, was 11 day, if it, it, from where short. they started to where they ended up, yep. but they spent 40 years. 40 years. That's because they... Tradition, they didn't want to embrace it. They did not embrace. They did not learn. They did not get better. So they wandered. They just, they wandered in circles. They kept experiencing mm. cycles of the same mm. thing. Patterns were emerged and developed. And transition is not a destination. Correct. And that's important. It is. Uh, it's like a bridge. You don't, you're not supposed to live on the bridge. You use the bridge to get from one side of something yes. to the other. That's what that experience was supposed to be about for them to learn things about worship, learn things about uh, organization, Mm -hmm. to learn things about how they would even protect themselves. uh, And because they'd been in slavery for 400 years, they didn't know any of these things. Uh, But when they just just kept trying to avoid it, avoid it, not embrace it, uh, they lost an entire generation. 
Yeah. Wandering, wandering, wandering. If you're asking yourself, why do I keep facing the same things in, in consecutive seasons? I think it's time for you to admit to yourself, you brought it with you. Yeah. Uh, it's, for it's, sure. um, you're the common denominator in every experience you've ever had. So good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. So having said that, you, you can really shorten the time by just going ahead and making a choice. I'm going to, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to, I'm not going to ignore this season. Yeah. I'm going to put it off. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me share with you, um, what I think are three keys to navigating challenging seasons well. Cue the bell. Okay. You up for this? I'm ready. Now, here's the thing. Um, you may not like these these keys. Um, you know me too well. <laughs> but listen to, hear them out, okay? In, in, in a challenging season, and this is true for you as an individual, or if you are uh, an organization, a company, a team, um, these keys would, would so apply. Th- this is true for me as an individual. This is true for you as an individual. Okay. Duly noted. And and it is true for any organization or team out there. To navigate it well, because we are living right now in some interesting uh, things. There's economic Gosh, challenges. Right. There's The weather is a challenge. we got a lot of things going on, right? I couldn't get kosher salt at Walmart, Bill. What's wrong with the world? I have no idea. So uh, That's not good, Ben. Right. Right. How am I supposed to cook my pork? I know. Without kosher salt. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Sorry. I don't know if anybody else got that, but that, that was funny right okay. there. I saw what you did. So here, let me give you these three keys. Here's the first key. Learn to listen to others. Listen. It's a skill. Hearing just means that your ears work. Yeah. Listening means you're paying attention with a desire to understand, not just coming up with something to respond with. Um, you did. It's not you just saying something, now someone else is saying something, and instead of listening to them, you hear them because your ears work, but you're now just formulating your response in mm-hmm. some way rather mm-hmm. than... So we, we want to learn the skill of listening to understand. Yeah. Now, when I say yeah. that, we want to... If you're in an organization or whatever, you need to listen to your team. Yep. Um, good leaders want to le- learn to listen to their teams because their teams have perspectives that they do not have. The leader of things has a, has a perspective, but in some ways it is a limited perspective. And only by learning to listen to the team or that, that works with, that you're partnering with, do you get the f- bigger picture filled right. in, the spots of the picture. So you need to learn to listen to your team. You need to listen to your clients. What are they telling you? What are your clients telling you uh, about your effectiveness as an organization? Yeah. Um, are you still answering questions that they literally are still asking? Or have you somehow skewed a little more irrelevant because things have changed and they're not asking those questions anymore? Right. So you need to listen to them. You need to listen to the market. What is the market telling you? Yeah. What is What is it telling you? As an individual, you need to listen to those you're in relationship with. What are they seeing that maybe you aren't seeing? What what are they perceiving that maybe you have a blind spot to? But when we learn to listen, if my spouse comes to me and says, I'm noticing something and I want to bring it to your attention, it behooves me. Yes, <laughs> lots of hooving. To, to, to listen. 
to that. Yes. If I want to navigate challenging times well, I have to have uh, this skill where I'm going to listen. And by the way, we cannot listen if we're talking. We can hear if we're talking. Yeah. But if we're talking, we're not active listening. No. So it's important to develop this skill to listen. I, I, as an individual, I want to listen to my spouse. I want to listen to my close friends, the people that I trust, the people that, I, that I'm in partnership with or relationship with. I need their perspective and I want to gain understanding uh, of what they are seeing that maybe I'm not. Right. Right. So that can help me navigate. If someone might say, don't step there. We're on a journey. We're climbing this mountain. Uh, we've unpacked, we're traveling ultralight, but there are still problems that we can have on the way up this thing. And if they see a pitfall right in front of mm-hmm, me that mm-hmm. I don't see, they yep. can warn me. They can help me if I'm willing to listen. Absolutely. All right. So that, that's the first key there. Let me give you a second one, Ben. This sounds a little funny, but I'll explain it. We have to learn how to fail fast. All right. Yeah. By fail fast, I mean we don't double down on a mistake. Oh, okay. We don't double down on a bad choice. Right. Rather than going into defensive mode and trying to defend why we <laughs> made the choice and why we did the... If it's not working, let's own it and say it's not working. Done. Next solution. That's what is going to be key. That is certainly true for people operating in this present market in our culture right now and the economic status of what's going on. You yes. can't drag this thing out. It either worked or it didn't work. Yes. Uh, and so yeah. if it doesn't work, fail fast. If it's not, if it's not going to accomplish what you thought it would, turn it loose. Yes. Let it yeah. go. Uh, this is unfortunate. We see this sometimes in the sports world. We see it in all kinds of places. Somebody makes a choice. You know, they may, maybe a draft choice for a football team. They've chosen this player because they believe he's going to be the next great thing for them, and he's not working out. Yeah. And they just hang on and hang on. Maybe it'll be next year. Maybe this next season. Maybe one more season and they'll pop. You know, and then yeah. you watch people double down instead of just coming out. And I, I get it. General managers' jobs are on the line yeah. with these draft yeah. picks. But sorry for the overindulgence of sports metaphors here. But the reality is well, they they need to learn how to – that was a miss. Okay, we whiffed on that. Let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. Let's move on. That is a – an important thing to do. I think the other thing is we talked about this before where failure is an event, not an identity. Um, that all in all of the successful business people that I've met have learned, have a learning mindset. We talked about that whole thing, performance mindset versus learning mindset in previous episodes. Right. But failing fast is when we, we learn to say that fail. Basically we're saying failing in and of itself is not always bad. It's, right. it's not like the worst thing that could happen. It's how we learn what doesn't work helps us get to what will. Right. 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 But we need to do that in this, this uh, current context. We need to be quicker at that. Yes. Not, not let it drag out, not let it take so long. Now, I realize depending on where you are in the hierarchical scale of an organization, you may recognize this is not working. It may take a little time for those who are actually the decision makers <laughs> to agree with you. Yes. Uh, so, but if you're the leader of one of these organizations, you've got to learn how to listen and yes. you've got to learn how to fail fast. Yeah. Or you're going to really struggle. That's true as individuals as well. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. I made a mistake. Let me own it. Let, let's let's get it out in the open. I own it. It. I did that. I should shouldn't have done that. Right. You know, back in the day. 
uh, I learned a lesson in, in my relationship with my spouse. Uh, I mentioned her because tomorrow is our 43rd wedding anniversary. That's fantastic. Tomorrow. So, Way to go. So, I wish I had a bell to ring. <laughs> it would have been nice. Yeah. But let's not, Sorry, live in that, let's not live in that moment. Let's fail no, fast. That was a fail. Fast, yeah. It was definitely a fail. Definitely a fail. We own it. And, and now we're moving yeah. on. Yeah. But I learned instead of saying I'm sorry when I did something that I either inadvertently or on purpose or whatever, said something, didn't do something, whatever the case may be, instead of just saying I'm sorry, yeah, we made a conscious decision when that happened to look at each other and say when I did so-and-so or when I said such-and-such, that was wrong. Would you forgive me? Oh, I, I like that. And it... It's ownership on another level, but it lets us move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No dodging, ducking, blame, deflect, all that stuff. Right. Fail right. fast. Stop stop worrying about whose fault it was. That'll usually becomes pretty apparent mm. uh, in most situations. <laughs> yes. But let's fail fast. Turn it loose. If it's working, great. If it's not working, move on. Okay. Fail fast. That's the second one. Here's here's this one's so important. This this third thing I'm going to share with you here about yes. navigating challenging landscapes, so forth and seasons, you have to become agile in your decision making. Yeah, even nimble. Barely, I say nimble. Yes, yes. Um, it is important that we look at uh, w- what is our decision making system. What is our decision making process? I mean, this is something we've actually addressed even in the. Uh, the church that we attend, Ben, there's a, uh, our leadership. So we've looked at how our decisions mm-hmm. made and we've tried to make them more streamlined yes. uh, and make them to where we can make good decisions, but not prolong that. Uh, we don't want it to be convoluted and have to jump through all these different hoops and yes. we have to tick all these boxes before we can actually make a decision. You know, yes. and I know, cause we both worked in construction that construction people don't like working with churches. Why? Oh, because gosh. their decision-making process is convoluted. Yes. yes. And, and barely, may I say, sometimes constipated. Oh, it's gosh. just difficult. You can't get a decision. Got to get it out. Got to get it. No. Okay. Got to get it. So here's the re- – <laughs> that's funny. Right. Anyway, becoming agile in our decision-making is really important because windows of opportunity and are, are getting shorter. Uh, things – the need to move or act, you may – not have the same length of time that you had pre 2020. Right. Things have changed. And yeah. so the, and one of the things we did learn coming through 2020 is that those organizations and businesses who could make decisions quickly to adapt and to pivot and to do what needed to be done to keep their biz- mm-hmm. businesses viable, mm-hmm. they, they came through it. Oh yeah, they did. They yeah. came through yeah. it and they're better for it. Yes. Having done so. Yeah. So becoming agile in your decision-making really boils down to this. As a company or organization, you need to look at your structure. How many levels does this have to pass through before somebody can say yes uh, or no? But the bottom line is we need to look at our mechanisms, and if they're clunky and they're slow and inefficient, now is the time to address that. Yeah. We need to look at it. We're all fearful of giving too much power to somebody. I get it. Sure. Uh, Sure. But we can look at our systems and say – can we make decisions faster? Is there a more streamlined way this can happen? Because it's going to be significant. Changes come at a rapid pace. They often come and we don't... I'm snapping my fingers. I don't know why. Because we don't have a bell. We don't have a bell, Ben. That's Sorry. okay. Ben, when I said that about you, 
I was wrong. No. And I, I, I ask your forgiveness. Well, I, I do forgive you, but I am going to bring the bell. <laughs> I, Can't wait for the bell. Yeah. That's That could become annoying really quickly. but It'll make an episode appearance and then we'll throw it away. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. It's, it's like $4. Becoming agile just simply means let's look at the way we make decisions. As an individual, do you get stuck? I mean, are you paralyzed in analysis? Uh, or are you able to think through, this is what we have going on. This is, these are the possible solutions. Look at how do you make yeah. these decisions? Do you make them out of fear? Do you approach decisions so fearful that you're going to make a mistake that you make no decision? Yes. Uh, this yeah. happens yeah, yeah. to people, right? Um, we, oh, deal, yeah. we deal with these things. Uh, and so looking at your decision-making process is important. We have a very simple decision-making process in our home. Uh, not long ago, we got heavy rains. You remember back then, Ben? You remember oh, when it yes. wasn't hot? The and land it, of plenty. And it rained a lot, and <clears throat> everything was lush and green. <clears throat> I do. Yes, I do, I do too. I, I remember and that. during that season, and we actually... And then we actually, went back to Egypt. Yes, we did. Into the desert. Yes. It's the Sahara. There is one of those moments that we had one of those downbursts, just frog-strangling, gully-washing yes. rains. Yes. And we had water intrude into our home. Uh, despite my best efforts of trying to get the water off the back patio yeah. before it could. Yeah, it, you were, it, it you were bailing the Titanic. I was. It, it was not going to happen, but I gave it a valiant effort. Yes. This created a problem. Our Some of our flooring was damaged, so we need to replace yeah. the floor. However, not wise to replace the floor before we prevent such episode from occurring again. Yes. Thereby addressing why flood involved gutters. It involved, you know, that that were old and overflowing. That was adding to the volume of water. Uh, Not having proper drainage in the yard to take it. Those things came up as a need. And so the simple decision was, I thought about it. Deb thought about it. I talked to her. We talked about it together. Do we have a means by which to address it? Yes. Pull the trigger. There you go. Um, and that, now including that because we're people of faith, is also prayer about timing. What do we yeah. do? Uh, so we addressed our gutter issue, Ben. Yeah. They look so nice. Yeah. They're great. Yes. Uh, we even took another step and addressed the falling leave mm-hmm. uh, problem that has been yeah. created yeah. Uh, because of where I live. Gorgeous ha- trees, though. And it hasn't rained a day since that time. Yeah. I'm going to need you to take those gutters down yeah. tonight. We've considered it. But we're not mm. going to do it. So we pull the trigger. I know where you live. So we have a simple decision-making process. Do you feel good about it? No. Do I feel good about it? We've prayed about it. Do we think the Lord feels good about it? Boom. That's it. Make the decision. Uh, Now, some of that could be like, do we have any money? I don't know. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. We can decide to do it. We can decide to do it. But if we don't have the funding, then that's not really a good decision. So anyway, my point is we've learned to streamline. Mm-hmm. That process. Now, I think Christians can really get in a bind here. Yes. Because we think that in order to pray about something and get some kind of a sense that the Lord is giving his nod of approval or or, or not, is this spiritual quest of some kind that we have to go on and hoops that we have to jump through, and which is not the case, by the way. Yeah. If your relationship with the Lord is current, if, if everything is there, if you ask him a question, you have every right to assume he's going to give you an answer. Yes. Uh, maybe not the one you like, but... May not be. Maybe yes, <clears throat> no, or wait. Yeah. Uh, not now. Uh, but 
having that confidence, whatever your decision-making process is in your home or in your life, you want to make sure that you can make a confident decision as quick as, as quick as possible. Yes. Otherwise, you get stuck in the paralysis of analysis, and that opportunity actually passes by, yes. and you're done. Ind- so, indecision is just... Well, indecision is a decision. Yeah, it's true. It's, just, it it's just, a decision to do nothing. It derails so much. Oh, you got to make a decision. You have to. And this is certainly true if you're a leader. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if the leader of your organization just has real difficult time making decisions, uh, then that's, that's problematic and that's, yeah, uh, sure. it's going to affect things. But I think these three keys are really important. I think they can really help us navigate challenging seasons. Well, we learn to listen, yeah. listen to those around us, those we're in relationship with. If we're, if we're in an organization or a business, we want to listen to our team. We want to listen to our clients. We want to listen to the market. What can we learn? We need that perspective. And yeah. what, and when we say, listen, we mean actively listening to understand. That not formulating our response. We're going to learn to fail fast. We're not going to double down on a mistake. We're not going to dig our heels in the ground and just refuse to admit this isn't working. If it's not working, then right. we're going to move off of it quickly. So we want to fail fast. And the third thing, we want to become more agile in the way we make decisions. Yes. Companies, yeah. organizations, look at your structure. How many levels does this thing have to pass through before you can get a yay or a nay? It might need to be streamlined. You need to just make sure that the people you have in place to make decisions, make sure they're well-equipped and resourced and have understanding of what the company or organization is all about. Yeah. And you have to empower people <clears throat> to make decisions. Oh, that's Otherwise, huge. you're going to bog yeah. down. And if life or the market throws you a curve mm-hmm. and you've got to go into a month and a half long decision-making process, mm-hmm. it's not going to bode well. So there you go, Ben. There's, there's, we've given two sets of three here. Three important things about challenging seasons. Accept the certainty of it, embrace the purpose of it, and you can minimize the duration of it. The sooner you do it, the sooner you're through it. And we've talked about these three keys. I hope it's helpful. This, this whole thing came about because we got to talking about how hot it was. Oh, yeah. And how frustrating it was that we couldn't do anything about how hot it was. Yes. The only choices we had were to go barricade indoors. I'm still mad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's something you can do. Hopefully this is helpful if you're facing a challenging season in your company, business, organization, or team, or just as an individual. Use these keys to navigate them well. Ding. Thank you for listening to Divergent Sense. We don't just want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. And what topics you want us to speak on in the future. We've got plenty to say, but we want to say what you need to hear what we all need to hear. So do the world a favor and email those requests to contact at divergentsense.com. And remember, when it comes to your way of thinking, just because it's different doesn't make it wrong. And just because it's common doesn't make it right.